What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. My name is Jason Zollers, your host as always, and today we have a very special guest on. His name is TJ Hanna. He owns a 2000 Civic SI. Actually, this is maybe one of the more cleaner SI Civics that I've ever seen, and this is why I wanted him on the podcast. We spoke a few podcasts ago about these cars coming up in valuation. Uh, We talked about these potentially being uh, instant classics or classics now. I mean, they were really cars that were driven around when I was in high school, when TJ was in high school, and they're cars that are like the muscle car guys. They drove in high school. They saw other guys driving in high school. They were on a lot of magazine covers back then, and we really just wanted to relive that. But we were over at Steve's place. You might remember Steve. He had the RSX earlier in the uh, season this year. Uh, We also had Ross from Berg Built. We talked uh, a lot of crap about a lot of things, including the import scene, uh, including some beers, uh, which were actually pretty good. Uh, And you're going to get a beer review on here. Uh, I will have to preface it. We got a little loose. Uh, We drank a lot of beers. So if it sounds like we're kind of going off into nowhere, it's probably because we were. I tried to bring us back as much as possible possible, but I had a great time. If you want to get online and check out the actual car, www.radridespodcast.com. I have a full write-up as well as a bunch of pictures that I took of this car. You can see everything on there that we spoke about, and you can really just check the car out. Uh, TJ was a great guy. We had a really good time. I hope it really comes out in the podcast that we did because uh, we got real loose in there and really turned into one of those um, garage-type situations where everybody's just hanging out having a great time. But without further ado, please welcome Mr. TJ Hanna. I've never heard of those beers, so, oh, they're so it good. looked like a it looked like a dessert in a can, and I wasn't ready for dessert yet. <laughs> it actually isn't like that, dude. It doesn't say percentage. No, I don't. That's I think like, they're I like six or seven ish. I like sweet shit, so this okay. thing is like more sour than uh, sweet. Okay, I'll try one in a second. I'm gonna stick to the Corona for right now, so I think we'll be all right. But uh, but yeah, if you didn't hear in the background, everybody, welcome to the podcast. If you didn't hear in the background, that was Steve. We're in his garage again. And uh, we're with uh, his buddy uh, TJ Hanna over here with a, uh, an awesome 2000 SI Civic. Um, we highlighted these a couple of podcasts ago as cars that were probably on the up and up for collectability and pricing. And uh, so I figured I'd have you on here, man. And, Thanks, man. Uh, check it out because you have one, one of the cleaner ones here. Ross from Bergbilt is also here. I want to shout out to you. You're also here. So... Uh, which he's going to be on the podcast at some point as well. Uh, so we got a, a backlog right now, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, man, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thanks for having me. Welcome. Tell thanks. me uh, tell me everything about this car that you got here. So it is a 2000 Honda Civic Si, um, known for the Honda nerds as an EM1, uh, 117,000 original miles on it. Oof. Um, original clutch still. Wow. Um, Every fen- every body panel, with the exception of the passenger fender, is original to the vehicle. Um, that was actually swapped off of a 99 hatchback that Steve had because Steve actually owned this car at one time. <laughs> Steve told me that when I walked in here. This, this, I never knew that. <laughs> this car actually has some pretty crazy history, um, which all leads back to my first import car show at uh, Carlisle Import Performance and probably... What year was that? Had to be maybe yeah, okay. Some, somewhere between like probably 
02 to 05. Okay. Um, and everybody was, was Fast and Furious style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a, a 96 Cavalier <clears throat> that was lowered, tinted windows, um, stereo system in it. And I'd met Steve from working with him. He was working on his uh, gorgeous EG hatch that he no longer has. And this was his daily driver. So decided, oh, I'm going to go hang out with the import guys mm -hmm. at a car show. And uh, Steve said, why don't you take this for the weekend and treat it like your car? Wash it, gas it, do whatever. It's your car for the weekend. I said, okay. Were you always an import guy? Let me stop, stop before we go any farther. Were you always an import guy? Um, I think kind of like you, always having an appreciation for all makes and models. Mm -hmm. um, but I had owned some other Hondas in the past. Um, had a couple Preludes. Um, Ooh, had another nice. Civic. Yeah, I had I an 80, 87 SI Prelude that had 289,000 miles on oh, it when wow. I got rid of it. Probably ran like a top, too. The floor was rusted out. <laughs> I, I sold it for $600 and traded it for a desktop computer. No way, back, huh? Back in like the late 90s. Um, was it one of those big ones? Like those big oh, yeah. compact? Uh, giant, giant, big white screen, big white tower, <laughs> um, you know, clunky keyboard and mouse. But that car ran, it just ran and ran and ran. And the kid that bought it off me drove it for another two years. With a rusted out floor. With a rusted out Good floor. It was in the back, so. Nice. You know, get someone to put some stickers on it. That's no, right. No, well, that's uh, what everybody's doing now. Exactly. Patina, you don't, right? You don't, I think exactly. that's what they call patina now. Exactly. You don't tell. Um, <laughs> just don't sit anything heavy on the floor in the back and you're all good. Right. Right. But, uh, yeah, so I, I took this took this to the car show um, and then just kind of decided that weekend that, you know, I was, I was going to do, do an import car. And uh, I'd say probably less than six months after that, I bought my first like really clean car. It was a '98 hatchback off of one of his friends, Josh Barone. Oh, nice. And uh, like those cars a lot. Loved it. It was Vogue <laughs> silver metallic. Um, I kind of did the same thing I did with this. I went for higher end Civic Type R parts. Went for cleanliness, and then uh, um, just kind of went from there. Uh, right, you didn't put the big the big body kits on. No, it no, went the very, big wang very, off very, the back. very, very simple. <laughs> um, we pulled the motor the day after New Year's one year in Steve's old house, shaved the bay, and then I wow, sold it. Oh, Really? Yeah. So I, you did all that work and then just ended up all all that work, and don't. I sold. I parted it out, sold the engine block, sold all the internals, uh, sold the wheels and the shell to a local kid who kept it for a little bit, um, put it on okay. the road. Bought a house. Responsible. My, yeah, yeah. Appreciating Went, assets versus did, depreciating assets. Did the adult thing. <laughs> uh, and my girlfriend knew right away that I wanted another car. So mm -hmm. she said, you know, go ahead, start looking for another car. I was looking for an uh, Electron Blue SI. Steve calls me one day. He had sold this to our buddy Terrence mm. and said, hey, you know, dude, T wants to sell the car. I'm like, you're kidding me. He said, yeah. This is what he told me the price was. I was like, okay, talk to you later. Hey, T, um, I'm going to come out and buy the car tomorrow. He's like, what? I said, Steve told me you want to sell it. He told me what you'd sell it for. He's like, damn it. <laughs> Literally went out the next day, <laughs> test drove it. I was so excited. My girlfriend said I was panting as I was driving it down the road. Nice. And uh, bought it. That was at uh, just under 99,000 miles. Okay. So What I've, year was this? I've had the car for going on eight years now. So I've put okay. 18,000 miles on it in eight yeah, years. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, there was one year that I literally put less than 500 miles on it. That There's was nothing the, wrong with that. No. I do a lot of that. There's a lot of my cars that are like that. It, it <laughs> was... <laughs> when I bought that thing, it had 55. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, for we, that long. We know all that. the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That's good, especially with these cars. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, from a master mechanic owning it to another mechanic owning it to someone that knows a lot of master mechanics, right? <laughs> that can do, do the work for them. You know, and and luckily in my in my career, what I do, I've had the ability to to work on the car a lot and and do anything that's done to this car has been done. By me and Steve. Okay. Um, right. Nobody else. Well, tell, tell everybody what you do for a living. Uh, I'm a service advisor. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a service advisor for Nissan for about 13 and a half years. Did a small stint with Mazda, a little bit with GM, and now I'm actually with Infinity. Nice. Um, so the car business is fun. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> right now, there's so many cars sitting around that just need to be purchased. Well, the, really. the, the, the good thing for us and, and our business, what me and Steve do right now, is because the car shortage, uh, people are more apt to fix their cars yep. because there's not an option to go buy a new Ooh, one. Another one. Right there, that's um, right. So there's not a lot on the lot. So, you know, thankful for us. You know, it, it's putting, you know, money in our pockets and, and food on the table for us but yeah my buddy jay who was he was on one of the earlier episodes of the podcast like real early he, he runs a rust repair business and his uh his like uh slogan is just cheaper to keep her yeah so you know i'm sure you're seeing a lot of that right now everybody's oh, coming in like yeah it's kind of paid off the, i don't know if i want to the amount of customers i've had in the last month investing two to four thousand dollars in 10 to 13 year old infinities wow. is insane and I will say, Infinity owners, shout out to them. If you own a G35 or a G37, you are probably one of the most loyal car owners on the planet <laughs> because they will keep them until they need towed out of the shop. Hey, my buddy has an M, what is it, the M40? That's a four-door, right? Yeah, there's an M37, an M45. Uh, there's a couple of those big body M's. Yeah, he's had it forever, and he's got like 300,000 miles on yeah. it, and he's, he runs it every day. As long as, you, care. as long as you change your oil on time on those cars, they will run. Yeah. Yeah, he, doesn't, he hasn't done anything, and he drives that thing all around Texas. I mean, all around. And that's some heat, too. So to last yes. that kind of miles yes. in that kind of environment, is a, isn't it, it's a testament to how some of those cars are built and how right. you know, routine maintenance does pay off in the long For run. For sure. For sure. They're so Just, good. They're so efficient now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but back to this. So you, yes. you, you, you got, you purchased this. You were yep. so happy. I was. Your girlfriend so, was so happy too. So excited. Um, <laughs> oddly enough, um, she didn't mind. Uh, she knew that I made a sacrifice with my other car. But the other car, you know, it's kind of like when you have cars and you start a new relationship. Sometimes those cars have memories of other things and it's better to part with them anyway sure. but again selling that car led us to the house um, which she was grateful that we found a house and we were happy together starting our life and she knew i wanted a car so go for it and then you know it was an even trade for her because she got a pool the next year oh that's nice yeah, yeah i wish someone would think like that it evened out yeah yeah super oh absolutely it's, 
Yeah. So yeah. Steve said, I don't know if they can hear you on here. Steve said uh, he ended up with a nicer car compared to the hatch. When you, it's almost yeah. a trade-up at that point. Yeah, and the, and the crazy part is with the hatch, um, I mean, it was essentially SI. It was an SI hatch mm -hmm. with the suspension, brakes, engine, you know, cluster all swapped over. But as nice as it was and clean as it was, it would have never had the collectability and what this car brings to guys our age, you know, right. in their early to mid-40s that when this car was out, we're in high school or just out of high school and just dreamed of the car, but maybe couldn't afford the, the brand new price tag at the, mm -hmm. that time. And yeah. now you see those guys like <laughs> Steve's pointing at himself, <laughs> tro trolling the internet like crazy, oh. trying to find them clean. I, I mean, as we, you know, we, we talked about this months ago, you know, we were at the, the car show over there and, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna start looking for one, and it is just—it's just a nightmare looking for them right now. You know, it, you almost run into—you have to be in a situation like y'all where you've known the car, you know the guy who owns the car, and you know the guy—you know—you uh, know the history and everything of it. Because, yeah. I mean, these things are like—they'll be like, oh, oh, it's so clean, there's not a scratch on it, and then it's got like an R title. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, and I'm like, well, it's not really that clean, and you know. Yeah, it's—it's so. it's kind of—it's um, kind of shocking, you know, even like what you're previous podcast was about how the values are just yeah. skyrocketing uh, and we talked about this at the at the car show yeah and i told you i was like man these things are going and you're like no i don't think so I'm yeah like, Dude, i mean going through the roof you and know? you so you figure eight years ago i bought this car for forty eight hundred dollars you could not I realistically right now could probably sell this car for triple that. Now, do I have that kind of money into it? I do. But back then, eight years ago, you would have never thought you could sell an SI for $15,000. Right. And right. who knows? In another year or two, I might be able to sell it for another five. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean we're <coughs> definitely in a bubble. And I thought it would pop by now as far as just you know, car prices go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Steve, I think Steve has plans for this car in the next its next life. So uh, Steve knows what it would cost to take it out of my hands. Are we negotiating on the podcast right now? This would be great. Let's go ahead and get this done. Let's get this deal done right now. Actually, this thing will probably be losing a car friend. I understand. Because then I wouldn't be able to go to events with him. Right. He well, he can drive it still. Now, yeah, just, yeah, I drove it before. <laughs> you can buy it and then he can drive it. Works out perfect. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. No, actually, when we, when we pulled it in the garage last night, my girlfriend, Brittany, was with us, who has been a huge help with the car um, and amazing support. I told her, I said, well, got a surprise, babe. It's not a podcast. I sold the car to Steve. <laughs> and she looked at me for about four seconds with a little bit of concern and was like, you're full of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knew what was up. Yeah. <laughs> She knows better. And then when Steve told her what he offered her, she was like, I'd kill him if he sold it for that. <laughs> Steve, you lowballed this man. Yeah. I mean, you have to when you, when you that, you got to start somewhere. That's right. He, yeah, yeah, that's right. He knows, he knows how much it, it, it sold for previously. Oh, yeah. So, you know, which is fine. But no, I mean, uh, the market's gone crazy on these things. And like I said, I mean, I've been looking online for months now. And it just, it seems like everybody thinks that they're sitting on a gold mine putting numbers like 30k 35k out there for these things i'm like come on 
Well, that that's the only bad thing when you have places like Bring a Trailer. That, that is true. That really are, that we've seen EM1 sell for $30,000 right. recently. But, you know, I mean, that's blue chip, low mileage. Sure. I mean, numbers matching. I mean, that, like... Some some granny drove it for twenty thousand miles. Yeah, and, it's you know, it's definitely there. not your average Sonic parking lot EM one. Correct, but then you get guys online who think that that's the same car with you know one hundred and eighty thousand miles on it, and oh yeah, this thing uh, you know the Bring a Trailer one is forty. Uh, cut it in half, it'll be twenty. Yeah, like, I just don't don't think it's worth it. And and you know most of these like we were talking about earlier, you know they got R R titles on them. None of the uh, none of the Vins match on any of the uh, of the nope. fenders or anything like that. And they they've been in wrecks, you know. No, they were, and they, they were driven hard. And because of the area we live in, I expected this to be in a lot worse shape. And knock on wood, <laughs> <clears throat> in the eight years that I've owned it, aside from upgrades, I can honestly say that I've had two repairs that I've had to make on it in eight years. Wow. One of them was a starter. Okay. And one of them was replacing every single brake line in the car. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Starter consumable. Yeah. And fuel line, yeah. 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 That corrodes yeah. it. Tank, corrodes it big time. Yeah, Honda, Hondas, they're great with engineering and some of their ideals, but the worst thing they've ever done, I think, in the history of Hondas is the black plastic underneath these cars that... The fuel and brake lines are encapsulated in that uh -huh. just holds water holds and water, rot. Yeah. yeah. And literally blew my brake line pressing my brake pedal one day in the car oh. while, the, while the car was shut off. And again, in the business, knowing a master mechanic, like he said, put on a lift at work. And I spent a, probably $2,000 on Honda factory brake lines and ran brand new from the booster all the way back. And it was not fun. No. It no. was a pain in the Especially ass. Especially with the car not taken apart. So. <laughs> but at least you're not like the Toyota guys where their frames are rusting out. True. So you could have that problem. True. Well, which, which is why I got rid of my FJ. I, was, I started looking online. I'm like, this is, this is not good. This yeah. is, I hold on to this car. This is not going to have a good ending at yeah. all. Yeah. So, it. I mean, that, I, I think that's also a testament to how Honda makes their vehicles. To have something that age with... You know, let's say 80% original paint, original body panels. I mean, even the fender that was swapped right. is still, same year, still an OEM Honda part. Mm -hmm. And it for it to be in this good of shape, yeah. obviously it needed taken care of, but they, they build a hell of a car. Well, 21, 20, almost 22-year-old car. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I, you know, I asked, you know, on, on Instagram, like, is it is it like a collectible yet? You know what I mean? Is it a classic? Is it a collectible? It is. If it, yeah. yeah, I mean, for uh, for our generation, for sure, I think you know. I mean, this was like the uh, the muscle cars for the for the boomers, right? This is what yeah, essentially. So, you know, so the, I mean, the most unmuscly muscle car. It is very unmuscly with a whopping like 160 horsepower. That's right, it, but it, it, the VTEC kicks in and it you know hey. takes off to like 500 horsepower, yes. right? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had that, I, I had an RSX, and I remember that thing kicked in, and I was like waiting for it, and it kicked in the first time. I was like, "Oh, that's it." I was yeah. like, uh, "Makes yeah. a little bit different sound." Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it is definitely not what you see in the movies. No, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. So, uh, so you got the car and you started upgrading it. Yep, I would imagine. I'm gonna get another beer. What, yeah. uh, what all you got upgraded so far? 
while I get a beer. So anybody need one? I'm good. Thanks. Um, up oh, everybody's getting a beer. It has uh, function form type one, uh, full coilovers, uh, skunk two front upper control arms uh, to adjust the front camber. Okay. Rear has um, skunk two camber and toe adjusters in the back. I got an ASR subframe brace and uh, 24 millimeter sway bar in the back to stiffen the back up. Um, so suspension wise, that's about it. Yeah, pretty tight. <clears throat> um, handles like a go-kart. Yep. You know, that's the one thing, like you don't always need 500 horsepower to have right. fun. You know. I think that's the lure of these cars, you know. It all, really, all these front wheel drive cars. It, it really is. Yeah. It's, um, you leave it, I'll drink it. I'll finish that one in a second. Um, it's literally like driving a go-kart with a roof on it. Um, yeah. they're, they're a blast. They're by no means fun, or by no means fast, but for a nice spirited drive on a nice windy road. There's a lot dude, of those they, around here. Yeah, they are, they are a blast to drive. And we're in driving season right now where it's fall yes. and leaves are kind of falling. It's cool. You can keep the doors open, or I mean the... Uh, the, uh, oh, the yeah. windows open, the windows open. open. Even even the heat on low, and you yes. open the moonroof. Oh yeah, that's that's one of the best feelings driving this car. That is, yes, for sure. That was uh, when I had my Acura. That was the same way. I, I used to drive. Uh, I dated a girl from in New Stanton, and I drove back to uh, to Oakdale all the time. And man, that was like the best drive. Oh yeah, for sure. It was awesome, man. The only An thing hour could, just sitting there, just blasting off. You yeah. Know? The only thing that could really make it any better is if heated seats. Yes. Heated seats with the moonroof open yes. at that temperature. Yes. Is great. They make kits now. They do. All you they do, do is take the seat apart and slide them up in there. And they do. Yeah. I just, I couldn't molest those seats, yeah, though. That's I understand. The only, that's the only problem. I know. Well, we're, I mean, it, it, this is, all, it, it, you know, other than, you know, kind of some of the upgrades that you have on it, it really is a time capsule. It you is. You know what I mean? It is. And, and the, the stuff that's on there, like the, the suspension stuff, you know, that, that's upgraded, definitely a big help in the handling. Mm -hmm. Um you know, there's nothing special about suspension. Right. Well, it's all you stuff know. you can put back to factory. It you is, I mean? but it's there's no real, like, there, there's no allure with that stuff. But with yeah. certain stuff, like, you know, to, to kind of cap off the suspension, I have uh, Mugen um, second-gen strut bars, mm -hmm. front and rear, um, normally like a, a light polished gray. Uh, I kind of like to go against trends and kind of, Maybe piss off the um, the the true guys that the want it. Yeah, hundred percent pure. And I, yeah. I had them powder coated gloss black because it kind of fit my vision and my sure. theme for the car. Definitely helps stiffen it up. But stuff like that, you know, to find them now, they're they're probably it's easily a thousand to twelve hundred dollars yeah. set of strut bars. Well, that's what we were talking about, you know. And, and I think this is why I think I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm going to say, you know, it's a classic car and it's collectible is. You can't you can't find parts for these a whole no. lot anymore. It's OEM no. parts. Yeah, I no, mean, it's, it's obviously pop, people repopping them and everything. There, there are there's um, a couple things recently that I've bought brand new. The um, coolant bottle, little stuff mm -hmm. like that. The hood bra, yeah. all still OEM produced by Honda. The headlight buckets, um, brand new. Civic Type R headlights from Japan. Mm -hmm. made oh, by, is that what you, these are? Made okay. by Stanley. Oh, man. Um, they were never... They're beautiful. I was eyeballing them. They're, they're gorgeous. And honestly, Steve talked to, tried to talk me into buying new headlights for a year, mm -hmm. if not more. And I never did. And the day that we installed them on the car in the storage unit, I had one new one in, one old one in. Mm -hmm. 
it was like night and day. Night and day, and I was like, well, yep, I understand why he's been saying that now because they just they bring a whole new level to the car. Honestly, right. the shininess of the headlights bring out the 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 cleanliness of the fenders and the bumper. One hundred percent, and it's just like again those collectible. Yep. Um, the strut braces, collectible stuff. Yeah. Well, I've been looking online, and you know, like I said, I follow a lot of these uh, Facebook uh, groups and Instagram groups, and there's guys who are finding factory big wings, and I mean they're selling for five hundred bucks, and uh, I mean, and they're in yeah. rough condition. I the, mean, the that's... last part <clears throat> that I've bought for this car over the summer was uh, OEM optional rear lip. Mm -hmm. um, it has the fact that's right. That, I've seen those too. Yes, it, it has the OEM optional front lip on it. Yeah, well, because it didn't get painted. Um, but I, I drove four hours to pick up that rear lip. It is haggard condition as far as paint. Oh, yeah. And I still spent $700 on it. Wow. If I painted that thing, I could sell it for 12 to 13 Yeah. Um, but it, again, it's just, you know, in, two, in 99 and 2000, the two years they made these cars, the people that put them on them never would have thought in you know, 22 years that this 200 to $300 optional lip is going to be worth five times what they paid right. for it then. Well, hey, look, again, it's like the, the muscle car guys of yeah. the 70s, you know. I mean, they ran, you know, things like Chevelles and Camaros and Novas around like like these, Hondas, yeah. right? I mean, they were around everywhere. They drove them. They beat them. They used them. Yeah. They, when, when something broke, you know, the way those cars were built, you, you didn't need half the parts half the time. So they just yeah. threw them out and you never get them back. And it makes you it makes you wonder what the muscle car of today is. Yes. What is going to be worth? What are we going to be talking about in 20 years? Right. That's made, you know, this year or last year or right. next year. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be some some odd stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, like TLs, right? Like TLs, yeah. dude, you can't find any parts, man. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I know. Ross has a TL. That's why we brought that up. Um, you know, 370Zs, maybe. Yeah. You know, where these guys are probably beating the hell out of them, and they're just throwing away parts. Yeah. You know? No, you're probably right. Um, I would say the Mazda RS mm -hmm. RXX7s, the FDs. Yep. You know, they're they're, they're probably a little bit. Um, they're a little bit older. Right. But like, but like the Mazda Speed Three. Yeah, it's like, dude. Sure. Uh, you, you remember that? What was that? The Protege, Protege Speed, uh -huh. yeah. Mazda Speed Protege. Dude, you can't find those anymore. No, they're gone. I haven't seen one in years. And if you go online, you can't find one. No. When I you worked know? at Mazda, we had a couple Speed Threes that came right. in there. And exactly. I tell you what, those were that was like an eye-opening experience for me. Yeah. How cool those cars really are. Yep. Yeah. My buddy had a, a, a Type S Acura. And my other one had the, the Mazda Speed uh, Protege, and mm -hmm. that thing kept up with it all day long. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, no, they're and a four door. Yeah, they're 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 cool looking. Yeah. Um, they perform, you know, yeah. pretty. Evos pretty... will probably be one of those next cars, because everybody's beating those things to hell, and they don't. I hope it's not STIs. Uh, I mean... No, I think there's plenty of those running around. <laughs> I think we're a little biased up here in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, I go to Houston, I, yeah. I don't see one down there. Uh, and you know what? It's weird, like you said about Evos. They were kind of. They were everywhere, and then went, and all of a sudden, kind of yeah. have disappeared a little bit. So you're yeah. right; they, those ones might be the, you know, 10, 15 years from now, you're talking about a, a Lancer Evolution as a muscle car or a classic car. Yeah, exactly. So, but no, I mean that's the, you know, that, 
that's how I kind of gauge whether or not something's, you know, a classic or a collectible is, is what's the parts market doing for it? And can you even find like a, a nice one? Yeah. You know, and it, it's gone crazy here lately. Super crazy. Super crazy. So, I mean, that's why I was, I always throw it around, you know, I mean, do you, you know, you buy it and hold it and I mean, no one gets into the car game to, if you're getting into to collect cars and try to make money, it's it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Just put it yeah. that way. Well, they're depreciating assets to a certain point, and then they sure. come up in price. But you got to pick the right one, and you yeah, buy I mean, it at the right time. Unless you're buying numbers matching Yankos yep. or mm -hmm. Superbirds or something like that, you know. <laughs> he really wants me to trying drink to get that beer drunk tonight. Yeah, he wants him to drink that beer. Um, <laughs> you know, it's your. <laughs> you're um you're not you're never gonna make money on a car no i mean well i shouldn't say that because you, well right now yeah yeah because I think you can this make some jackass I mean, has the ability to do that yeah i made some money on my fj but that's only because i think we're in this weird bubble so. yeah no steve has the the this knack of being able to buy a car and, and make money flip on it, it off it pretty, does, yeah it doesn't nice. even matter what yeah, it is yeah, yeah sure he probably somehow made money on this when i bought it off of terrence <laughs> He, yeah, probably, right. he probably had a finder, probably hit Terrence with a finder's fee. Finder's fee or something like that, yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about the engine bay here. We'll start here. Uh, um, obviously, you have a, a wonderful valve cover that's done by our, our good friend, John our, Kokenda. Our buddy at John Kokenda, who never thinks his art's good enough. That's right, yeah. But is, thinks it, and, and I'm going to tell you, uh, off when we get off of here, he has another venture as well that he doesn't want anybody to know about. Oh, <laughs> nice. We get some dirt on John. That's right. Uh, yeah, so the engine engine bay for right now, and like I said, for right now, yep, is uh, pretty much mostly stock. Like I said, we have the, the Mugen strut brace up here. Um, the centerpiece, obviously, is John's valve cover. For sure. Which is painted as a Fruity Pebbles theme that re recently replaced my Skittles valve cover. Do you still have the Skittles valve cover? Never getting rid of it. I yep. wouldn't. I wouldn't dare sell it. Yep, I like them both. Yeah, why? They, why they, the fruity pebbles? Uh one hundred percent John's idea. Okay, so you just said go go. Have we that. we were kind of thinking of what to do. Um, I was kind of going for a Deadpool theme because of the black and the red. Mm -hmm. And makes sense. I found I love fruity pebbles. Okay, <laughs> and I found a fruity pebbles candy bar one day. Posted a picture of it online because I couldn't believe how good the candy bar was. Mm -hmm. John's first first reply on the post, next valve cover. Said, hmm, not a bad idea. Kind of thought about it for a little bit. Stewed on it. Was still kind of leaning towards Deadpool. Um, again, with Steve is the little devil on my shoulder. <laughs> We're going out to look at a car one night. Didn't end up going because the dude kind of flaked on us. Hey, let's go over to John's house. I got to give him an idea for, I think, what was it, your skateboard? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. So we go over to John's house. I'm looking at his art, thinking, what the hell? I got an extra couple bucks. Said, dude, let's do it. He, like, kind of looked at me. He was like, yeah. It's like, come on, let's do the Fruity Pebbles. I'm down. <laughs> and uh, just in true John Kakenda fashion, you know, he undersells his work and oh i don't it'll be pretty cool literally um probably one of the most excited times of picking up a part for my car really okay oh it was absolutely you know blew blew my expectations out of the water um 
Yeah, he doesn't want to be known as the valve cover guy. Though. He definitely doesn't, and I can understand why. <laughs> from you know most of the from well, so everybody well, listening, he might have retired from valve covers. Yeah. So well. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna get a shirt screen printed for him that says the valve cover. The guy. Valve cover guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why the Skittles one before this? Um. Kind of same thing. Wanted same something thing. to go with the color, and I, I honestly, because you know she's not packing a whole lot of power under the hood here. I wanted something that was going to grab your attention. Yeah. I wanted something that would grab your attention walking past. That maybe a car that at a local car show with a bunch of other stuff that you may not necessarily look at because it looks so stock, mm -hmm. but something to draw you in and say, "Wow, that valve cover is pretty cool." And then, wow car looks kind of old but still looks like it's in really nice shape and guys seem to do some pretty cool modifications to it for sure so it's, it's sure oh it's yeah yeah so steve said it's funny to listen watching people come by and and kind of stop and and turn their heads and just look at that valve cover it pulls them right in yeah it's it's always you know you always get the the young kids at the car shows that see that but you have also get a ton of adults that are like, you hear like a husband say to his wife, or yeah, his, yeah, yeah. You know, those girls are like, babe, look at that valve for the Skittles. <laughs> like, it's so cool. And it's, <laughs> I, 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 get, I never expected it to kind of catch on that much, but it, I mean, it did exactly what it, his intentions were, you know, just to draw people towards the car. Uh -huh. And hopefully, you know, I don't know why he didn't sign this one, but hopefully... Because you know. he doesn't want people to know that he did it. He didn't want to be known as a valve cover guy. But here's the problem. He's going to do enough that are on this podcast that people are going to know he's the valve cover guy. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's... But, uh, you know, hopefully, too, I hope he, you know, maybe got a, a couple pieces of work out of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, he's going to do uh, the work on my, uh, my Apache. So he, there's no valve covers involved in that. So he'll get to use his full talents on, on the yeah. side of the well, Apache. <laughs> and again, this, this has not been the first, mm -hmm. nor will it be the last podcast where you've highlighted some of right. his work, like Nick Mangretta's entire yep. truck. Oh, man, Nick's truck was so nice. Oh, you know, and, and that was a paint job, man. Uh, to do that to an entire vehicle and make it look like legit patina. Right. Uh, again, you know, I, I guess it's that probably the artist in him that... For sure. And I think it's in all of us that never think what we do is quite up to our own standards. Mm -hmm. But you know, well, you're chasing you're chasing perfection, right? Yeah. So you always want to do a little bit better than before. Sure. But you know? phenomenal, phenomenal artist. Yeah. So um, any plans to upgrade anything underneath here? Is this yes. is this going to be the final? No. No. Okay. Not even close. Okay. So all right. Um, over over the summer, I just want to do a couple things just to give it a little bit more of a fresher look. Got the new silicone rad hoses. New radiator, new rad cap, um, coolant bottle, and uh, re... Yeah, you just did some some nice stuff to kind of spruce it up. Yeah, and make just, it a, little just a little bit to make it not so dingy. Right. Uh, my plans for the winter are to take, um, pull the engine. Okay. If uh, Steve doesn't buy it before. He's not going to buy it before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe like mid-process. I hope he comes walking in here with a wad of cash. Because ch right chances are, <laughs> when the engine's pulled, it's probably going to be in the same damn spot. Okay. And this yeah. is the original motor you said, right? Original yeah. motor. B18 um, or 16? B16. 16. 16. Okay. 1.6 dual overhead cam. VTEC. Um, 
with the VTech. With the VTech. Can't forget VTech. That's right. Um, and everything works and functions as proper. Everything works and functions as pro as as original, with mm -hmm. the exception of I did remove the cruise control. Okay. Because Why? I hated the big UFO looking ball that was under the hood. Okay. Um, and I when don't know. do you use it? In a car this underpowered, yeah, it, it's it's too hard to use cruise control, in my opinion. Yep. Plus, well, I eliminated. Hills. I, I eliminated the factory steering wheel. We had the cruise right, control. Correct. Button. Yep. Yep. Um, That's so true. we're going to get to that. Yeah, because that interior is awesome. Plans. It's fresh. Plans are pull the engine, um, do a timing belt, um, okay. maybe a set of cams, uh, bead blast, the block in the transmission. Mm -hmm. I have a brand new clutch at home. Put that in. Get rid of all the crust. Get rid of all the crust. Mm -hmm. um, probably just going to go to emulate as much as a factory color on the block as I can. So, depending on how it comes out after blasting it, may just clear coat it or may use that um, silverish engine paint that I've yep, seen. For sure. So, do that. Um, I have a Mugen intake at home that's oh, going to wow. go in. Wow. Okay. Um, that's going to look great underneath here. It is going to just set off a lot of yep. the other Mugen parts that are on here. Um, and I'm not shaving the bay in this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going for more of an OEM plus look. I like that. Yeah, I, I want it. I want to stay true to the car mm -hmm. with my own touches. Um, that's why I'm not putting a, a different yeah. engine in. I'm not going to turbo it. If anything, if I found a good deal on a supercharger, that would probably be Turbo the only one. power adder that I would do. Mm -hmm. um, just because I would, I, it would fit in there pretty seamlessly. It would be a period correct item too. Exactly. Yep. Um, but stuff like you know anything that's in here that's not brand new. Um, Brackets and stuff like that will probably be powder coated by Steven Simpson as, <laughs> as he brings over another. Dude, that would actually look pretty dope in there. So he just brought over another valve cover. Done by the valve cover guy. Done by the valve cover guy, John Kokenda. He's not a valve cover guy. And uh, it's, a red, it's red and white. He signed that one. Uh, it's red and white, and uh, it looks awesome. Actually, Dude, I might have to buy that a car. I've tried to sell this to you multiple times. Look, we're going to get a deal done. Someone's buying something tonight here. <laughs> Maybe I'll sell you this and I'll buy the car back. There you go. <laughs> um. That's right. He's going to give it. Here's what he's going to do. He's going to give it to you, and then when you go to sell, he's going to be, remember, remember I gave you that valve cover on that car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to knock, knock a couple thousand dollars that's off right. there. That's a cocaine. To, that's a, a one-off right there. You know, I hold on to his stuff because, like, mm -hmm. dude, it's beautiful. Even yeah, I, I have paintings at home. Um, I have a Ninja Turtles valve cover at home that he did. Oh yeah, someone backed out on on him. It was a it was for an H series Honda. Okay, and we were uh, we were at a I think we were at a car show somewhere, and he was like, "Oh, I'm getting so mad. I'm probably just gonna throw it away." And I was like, "Dude, what do you want for it?" I think it's like seventy five bucks or something. I'm like, done. PayPal him instantly, me. took give it home it to just because. Yeah, it's you know. Yeah, I, I try to support my friends as much as I can, unless sure. they unless they're trying to start a car club or anything like that. That's right. Then no, no go there. You don't do that. <laughs> even though Rob, I do have Ross didn't even. Catch I do it. have Ross Ross's Berg built banner in my trunk. I swear to God. Ross, <laughs> here, here we go. This is we're just pulling out valve covers now. One more valve cover, guy. Valve cover. Um, Kokenda did that one too? Yeah, that okay. was his first. Oh, there it is. 11 years ago. 
Wow, that's a classic. I believe that one was hand painted and not airbrushed. We should just uh, we should just get a garage and just put all his valve covers up there and, and do an art gallery and let people walk around. Well, you figure between the <laughs> two <laughs> between the two of us, one, two, three, we have what six? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Six like in hand right now. That's not even including. We're talking I all the. Yeah, we're yeah. talking all this shit, and he's not even here. That's I know. The best part. <laughs> hey, he better at least listen to it it's, and get a couple good chuckles. <laughs> he will. <laughs> Either that, or he's going to start throwing paint across the studio. That's exactly right. <laughs> and create something real cool. Oh yeah, him. that would be yeah. it. He would yeah. throw his paint and like make this mm -hmm. masterful, you know, creation. Right on a valve cover. Yeah, on, yeah. Hopefully on a valve cover. <laughs> I am going to. I'm for Christmas. He's getting a shirt that says the valve cover guy. Awesome. I, I like will it. make sure of that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So you got rid of the windshield wipers, it looks like? Um, just for the cleanliness. Okay. Um, they are in the trunk. All I right. do have wipers with brand new blades in the trunk, just oh, in case you, you get stuck somewhere. Sure. Smart. Um, but, you know. But for, all the plastic and everything looks great underneath here, you know? For, again, for original, you know, going on, you figure by the time this car was, from the time it was built, 22, potentially 23 years old. Mm-hmm. You can't beat it. Right. Um, and I've really never done anything like any harsh chemicals to bring it, to restore it, so mm -hmm. to say. But aside from like maybe a dressing, yeah, just to shine sure. it up a little bit, but never like really went hardcore at it. Well, the good part is, is up here, you don't get that uh, sun beat down like you do in yeah. like California and True. Texas and True. Arizona, yeah. where all that plastic just turns white. After the first couple, if you and don't keep up with it, and yeah, yeah. Now, if you keep up with it, obviously it, it's really nice. But up here, you don't get that. You know what I mean? Which is which is awesome. So, but uh, keep the air box. These are going for big money. Stock. Right I, I just watched one sell the other day for like two hundred fifty bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> I have I have three intakes for it. I have the the OEM you know SI intake. Mm -hmm. um, I have an engine uh, cold air at home. Okay. And I have the Mugen, which is going to go on. It's going to go on, yeah. And the engine, you know, it, it served its purpose for its couple years it was on here, but yep. it kind of left too much of the bad spot open for right me yep. that you could see. I understand. Um, yeah. Because the perfectionist me, perfectionist in me, sees the shininess of the bumper and the fenders, right. and sees the dullness of the underhood that was never cleared and never meant to look like the outside of the car correct um granted it, it was it was made to be used not i mean not. let's be real in 99 and 2000 this it was an economy car oh yeah and sure. it i mean it still is but i mean a civic is an economy car yep um although this economy car had a little better braking system better suspension more comfortable seats it's still an economy car yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what's even crazier to think about it being a classic and being a time capsule and being something that people are, you know, seeking out so much. Hey, man, like I said, all those muscle cars, those Novas and things like that, they were just people haulers, man. I mean, the Nova was the Civic yeah. of GM. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, know? my dad, when he was my age, he had, you know, 60, like 68 fastbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, he had the Mustangs. He had the old Grand Prix and he had the Monte Carlos. Stuff that back then, you know. Yeah. When my dad was 20, never thought in a million years those cars would be worth any money. And now, yeah, you know, look look where they could be. Yeah, for sure. But For sure. Well, you talked about the seats a little bit. Let's move into the interior. Sure. I love these. I absolutely love these interiors. Like, yeah. they. Um, I think they are awesome. And you have the really nice seats in them. You don't have that velour no. confetti seat that uh, 
that some of these had in yeah. there. So we did, uh, we did kind of a weird mismatch of stuff in here that somehow flows incredibly well together. Okay. Um, we wanted to get it fresh in there, so we kind of started by gutting it, um, okay. taking everything out. Yep. How hard is it to take a, an interior of this, um, this out? When, when you're a big, chunky guy like me, <laughs> not that easy. <laughs> but, again, uh, having access to a car dealership that I could work on my car at will. Right. Um, wasn't too bad. I, I could probably gut this entire car, you know, with the exception of the dashboard, mm -hmm. probably two hours. Okay. That's um, not bad. No. So, we, we stripped everything out, ordered brand new um, OEM type carpet. Uh, which I found myself very frustrated installing because yes. I went for top-of-the-line carpet with the best padding, and it fit like absolute shit. Always does. Um, wasn't cut <laughs> right, didn't fit right. Um, uh, trust me, for, coming from a guy who uh, has restored a few GM cars and put carpets in, yeah, nothing ever fits right with those carpets. Yeah. I mean, just like the carpet manufacturer just like blindly cuts it wherever he wants and is like, yeah, yeah that's, uh, you're going to have to cut it to fit, sir. Yep. And you're going to have to do all the, all the hard work. Even though it was advertised as cut to fit, um, I know I um, openly have a, a, a short uh, attention span at times. <laughs> so my girlfriend, who was with me, assisting me, um, turned into the complete rock star for probably one of the first on-hand experiences with the car for okay. her that I can remember. Nice. And she 100% by herself installed my carpet. Wow, good for um, her. Kick, I mean, kicked ass more than you could believe. Um, installed it absolutely flawless. Not one bad cut, not one wrinkle in the car. So then we uh, kind of were, you know, thinking, what else can we do? Drop the headliner out. Mm -hmm. um, oh, so I, you did do a new headliner? No. Oh, okay. I kind of went cheap. Okay. Um, I will admit that I got some really good high quality fabric dye. Okay. And I dyed the headliner. Oh, okay, nice. Um, dyed the, wrong with that. No, dyed the sunshade. Yep. And then Honda, for whatever reason, in their infinite wisdom, something I don't like and a lot of manufacturers do, have dark gray lower interior yes. from the belt molding down and the top is all light gray. Hate it. <laughs> um, so use that same fabric dye and dyed all the upper. Uh, a, C, B pillar trims, A, B, oh, and wow, C pillar okay. trims, dyed them black. Wow. Um, which has been in there for probably six years and has held up incredibly. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot more. That you, you, so you've done, you've done a lot of really good custom work that looks factory, and that's what I like because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have seen that and at that, all. And that's, I mean? that's that, exactly. You've done a lot more work. I'm trying to say is you've done a lot, lot more work to the car than what it looks like. And, and that's know? what I was looking for. Um, I, was, I was looking for a vision... It kind of flowed front to back, um, and honestly, as much as you know, sometimes me and Steve bicker a little bit about the car scene. Um, not between us. There's I mean, a little bit bicker. What's wrong us. with the car scene? <laughs> um, you know, kind of wanting. I kind of almost wanted a car that was noticeably unnoticed. Um, yes. I didn't, I wanted it for myself, for what I liked, um, learning and seeing some stuff that Steve's done on his cars. This car is, this car would shine at a Honda, an all Honda meet. Right. Um, 
if you take it down to your local show where you have every other Evo STI and everything that's, you know, sure. bagged, supercars and everything. bagged and wrapped yep. and, yeah, supercars, um, this may not stand out as much, but to Honda nerds like yeah. us, you but know. But the guys who appreciate it will definitely exactly. know you, what you it would, is. You and, would notice the difference, right. like you said. Right. You would have never noticed that the headliner in that trim was black. Mm -hmm. um, you would never notice that there's a Civic Type R emergency brake handle in there. Okay, nice. And the only difference is it's a black handle with a silver button. Okay. Um, again, just something little that was easy, but at a Honda meet, you get guys like, oh, cool, man. You got a, you got a, a CTR e-brake handle on there, which, again, right. is it a big value adder? No, but it's that little touch. Yep, um, sure. So you got the USDM uh, Integra Type R front seats, mm -hmm. which are bolstered just enough. Again, for a big chonky guy like me, um, <laughs> I, I can get in the car. I can fit in the car. Um, there is. I always like these because you could. They had the hole in the headrest. Yeah, man, that was they just so cool. Man. And they look. And the red stitching matches the red on the car. Just for perfectly for an OEM seat. It doesn't look like an OEM seat. Mm -mm. It looks like Not something that you would have taken to an upholstery shop and yeah. said, can you design this seat around this specific car in this vision? But Honda really did that extremely well with all their seats. So good. Right? I mean, all the Type R stuff, I mean, is so, I mean, some of the DC5 uh, Type R seats, the blue, red, blacks, I mean, those things, that's a full racing seat right there. Well, you know? and, and it's comfortable. You can oh, yeah. in and be like, man, I could go on a road trip. And exactly. And, and that, that flows into the back seats, which are not original to mm -hmm. the car. Those are uh, eighth generation Civic sedan rear seats. Oh, really, huh? That match oh. the fronts almost identical. Hmm. Same, very, very similar pattern. And they fit in there just almost perfect. Okay. Um, again, one of, those, one of those things, if, you, if I didn't tell you, you might right. never ever notice. Yeah. What um, uh, for anybody listening? What uh, what kind of modifications had to go into that? Um, literally, you just had on the seat the seat bottom fits right in, a little bit more snug than the OEM, than the factory, um, and then the seat backs uh, you just had to relocate the bracket, um, maybe about two inches. Okay. Yeah. Very 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 minimal. Um, anybody with a, a you know. A minor skill set like myself could do. Um, actually, bought him off a guy from, uh, I believe Landon lives in South Carolina. Yeah. Bought him online. That's um, a nice upgrade to that rear seat right there. It really is. Yeah. Um, That's really nice. And again, to have something made by Honda in the car that flows with everything was the goal. Mm -hmm. um, which kind of like leads you back up to the front. Sure. Um, you know, Brittany also wrapped the center console for me. Um, that's the second second go round because apparently suede doesn't really like elbow skin. No, that uh, oils really. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> um, she, would you would you do it with? Is it still suede? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, she wrapped the uh, the armrest on the doors. Uh, same suede. Mm -hmm. um, those have actually held up a lot better than the center console. Uh, I had a. Uh, upholstery shop do a micro suede um, shift boot yep. to match the seats and everything else. Um, got uh, sourced a set of OEM all black Honda floor mats, which they never came in all black in this car. They were a darker gray. Okay. Um, Canadian uh, Acura EL center console, uh, lower center console, I should say, under right the radio. So under the radio. The yeah. the 
EM1s did not have the pocket under the radio. It essentially was just a curve mm -hmm. down to the cup holders and the other little compartment down there. Okay. And the EL actually has the, the pocket with the cigarette lighter or 12 volt. And then the sunk in cup holders and raised uh, shifter. Oh, bezel. so that's all one piece right there. Yep. From Goes essentially the okay. from right. the emergency brake handle uh, all the way up under the radio. It's two okay. pieces. But yeah, that's out of a wow. Canadian EL. But again, a testament to how Honda makes things. Mm -hmm. The color, you would never know that that didn't come in the car right. factory. Yeah. It's crazy because I remember you buying that, and I've forgotten about it. And I oh, yeah. That, like, even owning this you car, thought, I yeah. thought that was factory. That was factory. Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah. was... Uh, I completely forgot about that until you started talking shout, about it. Shout out to Aaron at uh, JDM Ohio Direct. Mm. I got you all that. And then you have a custom uh, shifter in it. Custom shifter, which is made by Fastline. Um, a lot of I know a lot of guys like the dual bend short throw skunk two shifters, but I'm 43 years old. I don't want to reach down to the floor to shift my car. <laughs> I like having hey, I like having my arm up there like a trucker. Um, <laughs> my 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 Mugen spherical shift ball is probably the most comfortable to fit in your hand. And also burns you on a hot day? Yes, yeah. which I am going to – we'll talk about that later. I'm not going to say that on the podcast, and, and, and uh, I'm going to keep that to myself in case it actually goes somewhere one day. Okay. All right. All um, right. I've burned my hand a few times on – Oh, it, on my, it's like – if A Type R one, and it burned my hand a few times. I, it, learned, I learned to put like a towel or a sock or something over I was going to say, if left. they're not garage kept, you need a, like an a ankle sock in the car at all times. Mm -hmm. Um. Kind of finishing off the interior a little bit. Just a simple doubled-in um, screen to kind of fill out the the climate control center, um, which I think, to me, is crazy about the smoothness. Right. Um, got the, one of the birthday presents that Brittany bought me for the car was the Mugen steering wheel. Yes, that's who, awesome. Uh, I also have a foster, well, not a foster cat, an adoptive cat that I named... Well, I, we call him Mugen because mm -hmm. um, we're not, you know, correct in the household when we talk to our cats. Okay. <laughs> um, mated to a uh, checkered motorsports uh, billet black hub when I eliminated the OEM wheel. And then I guess... No the, airbags. You don't even care. No airbags. No. <laughs> not driving it fast enough? Yeah. Can't get out of its own way at 160 horsepower, yeah. huh? Ex exactly. <laughs> and then really the last two things to... Uh, to finish off the interior, I got a, a DC2 Integra rear view mirror um, because... You, you have know, the same one as... Uh, they look the same. Is it the same as Steve's? Yeah, or? very similar. Very but, similar. you know, why, um, why the Mugen did not make the mirror cover in Milano Red to mate to a Civic rear view mirror, I don't know. But luckily, you know, with all the forums and the information out there, I found out that the uh, DC2 Integra mirror bolts right up. Nice. And then I guess the final piece in the interior, which just to add a little tiny pop of color, even though there's no carbon fiber, we got the gauge bezel um, nice. that was uh, hydro dipped by Main Coast Customs. Oh, okay. So that, it's a hydro know, dipped. That people, nice. uh, people always swear that it's real carbon fiber, uh, even though it's the red carbon fiber. Uh -huh. It looks, to me, it just gives that little tiny pop of color in the car. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I lied. That's not the last thing in the car. Okay. I got Mugen Sport pedals on there as well, which is another 
you know, part of the, the Honda parts that are just skyrocketing. Yeah, yep. You can't find them. Yet. And I don't know if they even make, they're not even making some of that stuff anymore. Um, yeah, it, it's, it, it feels like it comes in waves. Yeah. Um, there's, there's obviously like a Gen 1 and then the newer Gen stuff. And then uh, you kind of, kind of get, like I said, the new stuff coming out. And then, well, we'll throw one last interior modification okay. in. Um, you got to give a shout out to Air Spencer for their just baller air fresheners. Um, <laughs> JDM squash is the way to go for me for air fresheners. I have it in my office. I have it in my Honda Ridgeline because obviously I'm a Honda nerd. Uh -huh. Apparently, um, I have it at home. My girlfriend has it in her car. Uh, best air freshener on the market. Really. Period. Office, yeah. I'm, I, I have, uh, I've never used air fresheners in my car ever. No. No. But at the end of their life, they always end up smelling like a gym because I bring a gym bag around everywhere. <laughs> I feel like at the end of the life of my Ford, people got in like, it smells like a gym in here. I'm like, oh, man, I should probably get rid of this now. That's when I know it's time to get rid of a car. When it starts smelling. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right, Steve, I'm finally getting your beer. All right, Steve, Steve uh, yeah. TJ's going to get the, uh, the crazy beer that Steve wants everybody to drink tonight. He's pushing on it hard. I hope it's not roofied. Are they roofie drinks? Yeah. We're all going to be roofied tonight? Roofalin. <laughs> should be called Flory's. You probably feel good after one. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what is it? What kind of beer? Here, here. I'm gonna let you get close to this mic. I'll let you explain it to everybody. It's called Sorbetta. Oh my it's God! Made by Evergreen Brewing Company, and it's okay. a sour ale with sweet and tart cherry, maple syrup, cinnamon, and vanilla. All right, I'm gonna have one after this. It, yeah, we're, <sighs> did you like it too, Ross? Oh, All right, I mean, that's three for three. So I'm gonna have to have it after so, this. So, so let let's let's. Right, let's beer it for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We let's, can beer so let's, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm all about that. I'm all about that life. <laughs> so, uh, essentially, here's my take on it. I'm going to have to take a picture of these. so people. Grandma's warm apple pie okay. with vanilla ice cream and a brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart on top. Wow. Yeah. That's... It sounds a lot sweeter than it is, though. Yeah. Okay. No, that like it's... The way you described it, but, like, when you drink it, it's like... Yeah, that's... Tart? that's here, I'll get around. I'll get close to you so you can listen to it. It sounds like it's like tart, but like, and then all the flavors, the cinnamon and the vanilla and the maple syrup. All well, here's, here's the best part is we're going to be talking about how great this beer is. We're going to take pictures of it and everyone's going to be like, where the hell do I get it? Well, they don't make it anymore. Yeah. Or, or yeah, it'll be all sold out. It's discontinued. Yeah, you won't be able to get it anymore. Or, hey, hopefully people are running into beer stores going, dude, do you have any of that sorbetto I heard That's about right. it on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to sorbetto. Hey, man, hook me up with some drinks if uh, yeah. if all of a sudden you go yeah, threefold ev with your ever Evergreen Brewing Sorbetto. Yeah, exactly. And this is uh, number 38. I, I don't know if they've truly had 38 different variations. Okay. I've had like four, and I've never been disappointed. All right. I'm in. I'm sold. Y'all sold me. Y'all sold me. Steve told me when I first walked in here, and I was like, I don't know, man. Like, no, it's that sounds that sounds like something I drink right before I go to bed. Yeah, like a port, you know. Well, I mean, it's some probably something you drink right before you get diabetes. But that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna have a huge hangover from that sugary beer. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yeah, Jen's going to be like, where were you? Where you been? <laughs> She's going to think I was like eating dessert somewhere oh, without her. We yeah. sleeping in Steve's garage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, 
So yeah, moving on to well, actually, since we're doing beer reviews, I do yeah. want to ask everybody a question. Sure. So has, has everybody seen the new Integra? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is it going to be a four door or a two door? Four door at first. Why? <laughs> Look at you, you got a TL. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I like my four door. I like I mean, a four door. The Integra was a four door. Like, it was. Like, I know. Going yeah, yeah. Back yeah. through its history. Correct. Like, even in '86. But doesn't Acura have enough four doors? I think they got four, five models with four doors now. I think yeah. that they just don't want to fight with people who don't want four doors. Yeah, I'm with you. Or, yeah, I think that's what people you know have been mean? saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to yeah. drive kids, or I don't want this. Well, they said the yeah the four door market is that's the market. Yeah, I I I think they want to. I think they maybe they think they're sticking more to their luxury roots. Yeah. With a four door, um, I mean, if you're bringing back the Integra, there's no way. Down the road, that you can't come out with it. You type have to, right? You know, I mean, uh, when I first saw that, I was like, because uh, I was really set on that 400Z for next year. I was like, okay, I'm buying the 400Z. Like, that's, I'm going to sell a car or two and I'm going to go get that 400Z. And then I saw the Integra and I'm like, mm, man, I really want that Integra. If they come out with a two door, they will. It's going to be tough to. They will. It, it, be it's not going to be. Launch it on the four door platform and then they're going to. Keep the four-door and okay. bring in the coupe yeah. to people that That wanted the coupe, it. yes. Yeah, yeah. You maybe know. not make as many. Because even with the FK8, the F, they said the FK8 was so successful because of it's a, it's a five-door type. Right, yep, yep. Know. That's yeah. what everybody buys right now, yeah. and I mean, I get it. Yeah. I don't want a four-door Type S, definitely. I mean, not me, but there's probably <laughs> definitely some not. guy out there that got kids. <laughs> it's like, man, i got to squeeze some cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess the guys who are buying those cars are getting to that age where they got kids and everything now, oh, so totally. they need all yeah. the room, you know. Yeah, I wish they made that I wish they made that new new Civic Type R in a two-door. I think it looked amazing. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kept it in the four, so that was my only, uh, that was my only beef with it. I think it's going to be a beautiful car either way. Oh, for I sure. I think it's going to look really good. I think it's based off of the of the Type R Civic, correct? If I'm not mistaken, I think I think everything's gonna be based off of it. I I haven't read goes. that much into it, but um, I mean, I don't I don't see them failing. You no. know, with like like you said, with you have the group of guys that are now in their 40s, 50s, that you know maybe want to reclaim a little bit of that, you know, yeah, nostalgia, youth and nostalgia, yeah. and yeah, they'll they'll have the four door for a year or two, and they'll 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 be a Type R. Yeah, but I mean, Acura kind of lost their way. Like Ross, like after your TL and like after the the DC5, like they kind of lost their way, and now they've come back with these cars. I mean, you have what the new uh, what is it the T TLX? Yeah, that new that that TLX is nice. You know, I mean those things are they're sharp. Yeah, they're sharp. They got rid of that. You know. Uh, they were doing something weird with those front ends there for a while. Yeah, they were got, horrendous. <laughs> it got strange. Yeah. You know, like a big shield. And, it was like a big shield, like, hanging out there. I'm like, come on, man. Keep it. Get, oh, yeah, get something with here. The, with the beak? Yeah, yeah, with the big beak on it. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, the, that was the body style. It looked like it could be driving in reverse. Yeah. Like yes. The way the trunk looks. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah. It could look front or reverse. That's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly right. So. Yeah, they lost their way, but they're coming back hard. So I, I hope that Integra's good. I it, really do. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how it can't be. You know, probably taking some cues from Honda with what they did with the Type R. Um, you know, you see that kind of success from your sister platform. You'd be silly not to make an Integra for sure. Type R. For sure. You know, I'm so glad that they. Yeah, they. I'm so glad they brought that Type R 
over here. It, it, it's it's been so successful. They're everywhere. Well, it, I mean, it's kind of neat seeing all the manufacturers honestly kind of going back to what always got them customers and got them popularity. You know, even though you know I'm a I'm, I appreciate them all, but like the Chargers and the Challengers, and mm -hmm. now you got the new Broncos coming back yes. out. You know, it's kind of cool to see those cars from when. You know, the Broncos, like when I was younger, to see something being re-released in the new modern form. Right. Yeah. I was a little uh, disappointed in Ford with the Lightning. I thought, I thought yeah. they'd make another sport truck, but uh, they, went with the, they went with the electric route. Which, hey, look, it, it fits the name perfectly. I, Absolutely. I completely understand. I, I get it where they're going. But give me a short bed, single cab, sports suspension, V8. Sure Man. Yeah, do a do well. a lightning I mean, and a, a lightning plus. Sold so well. Why why not why not do a mini Raptor? I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's just they got shareholders to appease to. Not me, I guess. I suppose not yeah. guys who run a shitty podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So we move to the back of the car here. Uh -huh. So you got some pretty cool parts back here. Yeah, uh, as well. Um, we got. Uh, I'd say the probably centerpiece of the the back is my custom. Uh, license plate from Pennsylvania State. Yes, it uh, is. It looks great. <laughs> I, I uh, actually. It's going to be posted on the internet, so everyone's going to know who you are. Oh my God! <laughs> I, give me a chance to black it out. That's right. Yeah, some people are like, "I want to black it out." Well, like, yeah, you, like you drive your car every day, and people see the same thing as you're driving. So right. Um, <laughs> that's Mr. Yeah, which Sorry. is actually. Oh, that's Mr. E. So the the funny part <laughs> about the license plate is that's what everyone. I think everyone kind of thinks that like. Oh, he's being cocky that he's Mr. EM1, but it's actually for Milano Red, um, the paint code of the car. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't even Mr. Oh, that talk about just a swing and a miss <laughs> when you went through that right there. But again, you're you Mr. Know, EM1. Yeah, no, I thought it was Mr. EM1. Yeah, but uh, it, but it kind of like it kind of rolled into like the Instagram tag, and I, I it. Fits. I like it now. Okay. Um, but I'd say like the true centerpiece is the the Mugen Ferio wing. Um, yeah, it looks good. We were up. talking about wings earlier before you got here, Steve and I were, and I, I said I prefer the high wing, but I don't mind this. Yeah, I don't mind. I this, mean, this for this me, I prefer buffalo, okay. um, and then sometimes boneless. Yep. But um, <laughs> you know, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Just nuggets. Uh, but no, I. I do. I'm not a big fan of the factory SI wing. Okay. Um, it doesn't look high bad. Wing. Yeah. Okay. But for me, it's it's just not my style. Although I do like higher wings. Um, this just has that kind of in between that stock appeal to me again, um, where it's you know, if you don't know, you could look at that and go, oh, yeah, I came on the car. You know, and did some little subtle touches. Powder coated the brackets, gloss black. Um, got some. Uh, I think that's actually Downstar hardware on the back. Yeah, um, I, I think Steve was saying that uh, y'all had that that br those brackets custom made on. Yeah, there. that was uh, shout out to Rick, um, our buddy. Did that. We we shortly found out after purchasing it that this particular Ferio wing was meant for uh, an Accord, um, so it wasn't for a Civic. But I think I literally gave Rick the most random crude dimensions. <laughs> Rick's a machinist and literally came up with the absolute perfect brackets to make it fit flawlessly. Um, and they're literally just little 
plastic discs. I painted them, painted them black, yep. and uh, you know, kind of fit, fit absolutely perfect. Yeah, they look factory. It looks great. Yeah, it's yeah. you would, again, one of those things you'd probably never know if, if I didn't tell you. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a, he that said, was, Steve said that was a little scary day. DJ, drill some holes in my trunk lid. That, that, <laughs> that was a that thing. was a scary day for yes. sure. There's no going back after that. No, no, no. I've been and there. That that is almost. I would say if I had any regrets on the car, that maybe looking back, um, I would have sourced another Milano red trunk, and either had that to swap on and off mm. or kept this one um, stock. That way, if I did want to sell it Makes and sense. try to stay OEM, yep. I'd have the, the OEM trunk on it. Yeah. and then I'd have one with the Ferio wing. But mm. I mean, you live and learn. It's not, it's okay. There's body work guys. There's, you know, yeah. body guys who can it, fix that. Real exactly. Fast. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could fill those holes. Fill it in. Yeah. Um, that's not a big deal. No, no. You didn't put over fenders or anything on your car. No, I would never. I don't know who would do oh, something goodness. like that. That's just Steve bought over fenders and now he's rethinking whether he wants to cut his car up. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to be here with him for support when he does it, or I want to be here. If I want to be, be here drinking beers and watching. <laughs> yeah, if I want to be in this. <laughs> Wait, hey, can we do a podcast when he does it? We could. We could do a mini. We could do a mini <laughs> podcast where where Steve. Uh, we could almost. Car. We could do like play by play beautiful, as he does it. Beautiful RSX. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the uh, tinted uh, tail lights yeah, on it. Yeah. Um. That was like a good throwback. Everybody had tinted tail lights back in the and, day. And. I, I struggled with that because on the rest of the car, I either went OEM or, you know, quote-unquote higher quality uh, Mugen, you know, high-end parts. Um, not to put down depot headlights and taillights at all. Um, they're just, they're not OEM. Right. But. They leak. They, they can. And, <laughs> but these, the tinted ones. Just they fit the car perfectly. Yes. Um, they fit the flow. Um, they look great. Um, honestly, they've been on there for probably four or five years. Granted, the car doesn't see a lot of outside. They've held up fantastically. So sure. I, I have no complaints about them at all. Yeah. What exhaust do you run in here? Because everybody's going to ask that. That is, uh, that is the second uh, Apexi World Sport 2 that I have on there. Okay. Uh, full stainless. I elected to paint it black um, with heat paint, again, because there's not a whole lot of polished on the car, uh, and the black just kind of fit uh, with, with everything else. and everything because your badges are all black yeah. and everything. Yep. Yeah. 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 A, a, a little bit more sacrilege to the Mugen purist. I did, uh, I did black out the Mugen badges on the, on the wing, which mm. I'm sure there's some guys that probably... Would like to smack me in the face for that, but sure. again, fanboys my, will be all over you. It's my car. I don't care how much it costs. I want it the way I want it. <laughs> That's exactly right. So tell me a little bit about the suspension here and the wheels, because everybody always asks wheels, because uh, everybody thinks that they're just going to slap it on and it's going to look exactly like yours. So that was. <laughs> oh um, yeah, Steve's getting me ready for one of these beers. <laughs> Grandma's apple pie and oh, pop tarts. Boy, I'll let everybody. I'm going to give everybody my live. Uh, my live review of this yeah 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 i'm gonna give a hot take on this beer oh, right here man i'm gonna give a hot take on this beer i'm, I'm 20 minutes into it and it's still 
Okay, it's not. It doesn't look like I thought it was gonna look. Why's that? I, I, I thought it was gonna be like a dark beer. It's red. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Hold. That's delicious. Yeah. That's very good. That's really good. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, it's really like, good. <laughs> it it hit. It kind of hits. It's like uh. Yeah. It, it slaps. I thought it was gonna be heavy, <laughs> and it's not heavy. Not at all. Uh, it isn't. I, it, I don't know what. Uh, I, I guess it's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's what the what the kids say. It's gas. Mm. It's ninety three. Is that the new thing now? Is I gas. Think, I guess. I don't. I don't know. drink. I don't drink energy energy drinks. But I would imagine this is what energy drinks uh, taste like. You actually, yeah, yeah, you're not far off. Yeah. yeah, I know they smell like this. Yeah, you're yeah. really not far. That's. Eh, I've like had it. a Red Bull, and that's it. Yeah, I've never had anything. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. Next week on uh, Rad Rides Energy Drink Beer Podcast, mm. we'll be featuring... We can feature some... Yeah. <laughs> I could be like one of those bang chicks and, you know what I mean, like <laughs> do the slow motion run with the car. <laughs> you know. Everybody follows one of them. It's okay. It's all right. I don't follow any so females on Instagram. Shameless. No. Well, Jen follows enough females for me because she checks them all out for bodybuilding, so... You know, she looks at more chicks online than I do. We'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, the, the bad guys are looking at cars and the girls. Yes, yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, the, the funny the funny part is, I would say probably ninety percent of my like social media, no matter what it is, it's car like cars and cats. Yeah, cars, cats, and beer. Yeah, is it, literally like my is that's, what my stuff consists of. That's what Jen. She comes sneaking up behind me on the couch sometimes. She's like looking at cars again. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, could could be way worse. Trust yeah. me. Could have a way worse addition. Oh my god, I could yeah, my <laughs> I could have a whole lot le worse hobbies. That's right. All right, so back to the car. <laughs> yeah. Back to back to the wheels. Which no, by no. the way, I was kind of hoping, I'm not going to lie to y'all, this is going to date this podcast. I was kind of hoping that that Facebook outage was forever. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I, I did a big life changing event. It'd have been great. Yeah. And look, if if I didn't uh, uh, promote on Instagram and Facebook, I wouldn't be on there for the podcast. I mean, it's just Honestly, I, I really have. Yeah. Yep. Like trying to stay in touch with you know like. Yeah, there's a few things on there, and, right? Right. But yeah, yeah. it's. I, well, I was kind of hoping. I was like, ah. Yeah. Oh man, it's getting bad. Yeah. It's getting bad. But I like some of these car pages now that are like, hey, look, you can't sell anything on here. You can't talk about politics, and man, they kick people right yep. on out. And I mean, it's been it's been good because there's been a couple of like, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, all right. So suspension again. I know you told me earlier um, in the, in the function form too. type one okay. coilovers. Mm -hmm. um, probably gonna be updated um, within the next year, just because it needs a refresh. Um, needs to get some new ones on there. Okay. Um, How old are they? Those were probably put on when Steve had the car. Oh, wow. Okay, um, so they've been so, on a while. Yeah, probably nine. No. Figure, I've had the car eight years. Taryn's probably owned the car for three. Th those coilovers might be 14 years old. Wow. But they they still ride great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ross is like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people Sh talk down. To function form, man. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people talk great. down about function form and... You know where they're made, and they're not this quality. I my car still rides great. 
Um, would Can it, I reiterate how good this beer is, by the way? <laughs> I can't stop drinking it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. I'm taking pictures of this. If you want to see what the beer is, I'm taking pictures. I'll put it up online. Where's that at? I think it's out here in Harrisburg somewhere. Yeah, it's okay, not it's far. Just, this is like from Harrisburg or something. This is really good. Yeah. All right, keep going. Sorry. I had to That's stop, man. I mean, I can't no. stop drinking this thing. I know. So if you're listening to me on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so got the yep. function of form type ones. Mm -hmm. um, no, not adjustable dampening. Okay. Uh, I may switch up to adjustable dampening in the, in the future. Yeah. Uppers and lowers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, full, full one, you know, one shot, complete coilovers. Awesome. Um, I honestly don't know the spring rates because they're no, so old. No, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, like I said, got the skunk to mm -hmm. camber and toe adjusters in the back, skunk to upper control arms in the front, which is how you adjust the camber in the front. Mm -hmm. um, PCI, I, I have PCI rear lowers to go on over the winter. Um, front is probably going to be all PCI upper and lower front control arms. Just to, again, get that freshness back into the suspension. Sure. Um, then we put it all to the ground with some uh, Nitto yeah. Neogens, which have always been some super, super great awesome. tires for me. Awesome. I've always um, loved them, too. I've had them on a few they're cars. They're quiet. They ride great. And um, those are wrapped around some uh, CCW LM20s um, in 16 by 8.5 with okay. a plus 38 offset. Those are 16s, really. 16 by 8, They yeah. look way bigger than that. They they look shoved up underneath. They there. look giant on yes. this small car. They do. Um, bought those off my buddy Eric Hall, that lives out in Ohio. He yeah. had them on his super sick Del Sol before he parted it out. Um, they, so I like that they're a little. It's not. It's like a satin finish in the middle and then so gloss they, on the outside. When I bought them, they were one hundred percent fully polished. Oh okay. Um, the look. If I showed you a picture of my car with them before, mm -hmm. it's. It made the whole car change. Really? Yeah. The reason I swapped, I changed it was one, to get a little bit of a change. Uh, one, a little bit different look. And two, my fingers would actually bleed from cleaning them. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And get again. It, get in there with all the, the caps and everything like that. Again, with working in a dealership most of my life, I would put my car up on a rack four feet up in the air to clean my wheels. Yeah. Um, right I would clean them with a Q-tip, and it would take me an hour plus to clean each wheel. Jeez. And I just was to the point where, you know. You were done with it. At that time, it was not garage kept. And that's the even crazier part about this car. To throw that in at this time, it hasn't been garage kept its whole life. Okay. Um, when Steve had it, it was his second car. Okay. So it sat outside mm -hmm. um, while he was building his EG. Terrence... Probably had a garage half the time, but I'd say for the first four years of ownership, maybe five, it sat outside. No cover yeah. in the elements of Pennsylvania. Um, not, like I said, it's still here. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's not all rusted out and everything. That's, yeah. Not, not since the last three years from, again, shout out to my fantastic girlfriend for uh, getting us a, a place to store it for the company she works mm -hmm. for. So shout out to Guardian Storage. Mm. Even though hopefully they don't know it's free. That's right. Um, well, you said it on the podcast, so you're... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yep, yep. No, we we pay a lot for that storage unit. It's getting booted out this winter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, being being outside its life and mm -hmm. just, you know, still being pretty pretty fresh. But, 
yeah, couldn't, could not take cleaning them polished one more time. So uh, followed up with Steve on who he was using at the time, uh, Dylan's Coatings, right over the hill here in Plum. Dropped them off with kind of a, an idea of what we wanted. Went through a bunch of colors, and uh, I honestly think Steve probably... Uh, let's just say it's Steve's damn car. Okay, it's Steve's point, car. You know? yeah. He's going to buy it, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, I, I can do, I'm going to do a podcast Actually, on no. car next year, and it'll be just Steve's Steve, car. Steve wanted me to go gray on the wheels. Um, he wanted me to go black and gray. And I end up doing the gloss black lips. Uh, they are a three-piece wheel. Mm -hmm. So gloss black lip, gloss black inner barrel with the flat matte black face. Um, elected to keep the center cap and the bolts um, polished just for that a little bit to break them up. Because sometimes yeah, a black, black wheel, yeah. all black, it, it, it's a little hard to it decipher like, what it is it unless dirty. you're standing next to yeah, it. Yeah, it'll look dirty for sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, I mean, after Steve buys this car, I mean, what, um, <laughs> what, uh, what do you, uh, what else are you interested in? Honestly, I want a 92 to 96 Nissan President. Right hand drive. President. Right, right hand, hand drive. drive. Is that what Steve has? Steve, wh who's the guy who does all the headlights and the taillights? Yeah, Mullins. I think he has one of those. No, I think. Um, or is that a Cedric? And yeah, his I, his buddy good. has a Cedric, um, a SEMA. Oh, okay. Which they're all kind of similar, yeah, big-bodied, four-door yeah. V8s. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to doing a VIP. The VIP look, yeah. Build. Um, and the only reason I say that is because sometimes when I look at this car or think about it, mainly when I'm not driving it for a period of time. You mm -hmm. see me in. I see it as more of a teenager's car, um, like a younger kid's car, but again, you know. So you know what's funny is, I, so I struggle with that too, right? Because I almost bought the new Type R, and I was like, man, what would I look like if I pulled up, like, just some oil field event in this fucking car, right? And like, oh, some teenager's driving this. Or you come, you know, you pull it up yeah. at the grocery store. Like, oh, some teenager's driving it, you know. But uh, I don't know. I don't feel like, I don't, I don't, I don't know about this car. Yeah, I mean, it, it times. I think some of the, some of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like the notoriety for, when you say Honda, I think you almost automatically think clapped out rice burner. Right. Younger Young kid. kid. Sure. Um, you don't necessarily think of some hefty 43-year-old dude getting out of a, but, a Civic at a car show. Hey, man, I'm telling you, that's probably not what those muscle guys thought, too. Muscle car guys True. Too, thought in the 80s, right? True. They were probably like, I can't be riding around some 70 Chevelle. Man, I think, yeah. I think that's for kids, you know? I think the times are turning. The times are yeah. turning. I think so, too. I'm with you, man. I'm with you, Steve. You're the old guys. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, you're the old guys now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And these are the old cars. Yes. Yeah. That's now, correct. Those older cars. Yes. Like they're the really old guys. Yes. Probably won't be around a whole lot. Yeah. No. Way. No. No. But that's what it is. I mean. That's where the money's shifting. The money is shifting from those like 40s and 50s cars where guys like us. I mean, we're like, ah, I don't need that car. Yeah. And it's shifting into cars like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That cars. 98 to like 2004-ish time frame. Where they had some really nice imports, you know what I mean? Yeah. That came out of 
Japan. Came out of Japan over there. You can't get them anymore. No, you can't get them. That's the thing. Because we beat them up. You beat them to hell when you had them. So. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'm driving yeah. this economy car. It's not going to be cool in 20 years. Right. Exactly. You know, but exactly what the guy that turned right. said. Yeah. Probably like, oh, I'm going to get myself a Maxima now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, shout out. His Maxima is going to be on the podcast. Shout out to the guy who traded in the Civic at the old Pittsburgh East Nissan how many years ago. You know, bet you're kicking yourself now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, I wish I could have. You know what? He's probably thinking that. He's probably on Craigslist right now. Missed, <laughs> missed connections. Looking for my 2000. <laughs> In, uh, Milano Red EM1 Civic. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw it in Plum. <laughs> I looked at you. You looked at me. That's so funny. The funny thing is, that guy yeah. probably talks about this car. Like, I guarantee he does. I remember, I had yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. Right. SI, yes. Man, that thing just. That thing just zoomed around. Zoomed like, all around. That's exactly like, right. That's exactly right. So, so the VIP look. Potentially, potentially, if, okay. if if I went for another uh, import, which I probably would, my I don't want to say like ultimate car. Probably, if you gave me forty grand and said go uh -huh. buy a car right now, sure. um, late sixties, early Ooh. seventy, Coupe Deville convertible. Okay, <laughs> big body. Uh, big body. Big, Big body. body, and it would be um, the kind of gray that you're seeing everywhere—that primer gray, Nardo gray, Boulder mm -hmm. gray, yep. um, real deep gray, battleship gray, battleship I think, I gray think that's what with um, the Ford guys call it all black, all black chrome, mm. no chrome on it, all blacked out. Probably sitting on a set of white walls with some black interior. There you go. And Sound I would, like an old school pimp. Just going to be running around. I, I would probably drive around listening to Sinatra smoking a cigar all day. Yes. That's smart. And so here's the problem with those cars. You can, you can find one. Yeah, you sound like Soprano. Yeah, Tony Soprano. You can find one. It's just how are you going to house it? Oh, that my car God. car's freaking 20 foot long. It's, it's two of these. <laughs> it's two of these long. It really is. <laughs> it, it, yeah, you it, get a, yeah. I don't know if you can get another storage unit yeah. for the price you're getting knock now. The, knock the wall out of the other That's one. Right, yeah. I mean, even something like that, you would be hard-pressed to fit it in his garage. And this is a big-ass garage. This is a big garage, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he would have to take out everything. And yeah, you wouldn't be able to have any shelves in the front. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to put it on the lift that you're looking at there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's always – I've always loved – those big body, slow cruisers, Cruising. thin steering wheel that you could mm -hmm. turn with one finger. Sure. You know, there's just, there's something about that car. And I don't know if it's, you know, you know, thinking back at like my grandfather always having either a Chevy Caprice, Caprice wagon. Mm -hmm. um, I inherited his 92 Caprice after he had passed. Actually, he was still alive when I had that. Yeah, that's what I had when I met Steve. And 92 Caprice. With like fifty thousand miles on it, um, maroon, Mint. and it was pretty darn clean. That's crazy, man. It was pretty darn clean. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's just you know I, I like them all. I, I <laughs> like, you know, I there's there's a special part of me that will, you know, from meeting him and meeting meeting all the people that I've met in the import world that you know I would probably always have some sort of import. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's the old soul in me 
that would love just a big ass slow car. Yes. You know, instead sure. of a little slow car. Yes. <laughs> um, well, it's a nice car. I mean, it's it, uh, it definitely is, and it's, it's preserved it well and done it justice. Thank you. you and it, it's I mean? one of those cars that, like, again, and I think every guy, every car enthusiast, um, when they're not driving their car, probably sits at home and thinks, oh, "I'd sell that tomorrow." No, no questions asked. And everyone probably has a price for whatever they have. Steve's going to um, offer you that price for uh, this one. No, no. He's going to offer me like <laughs> half of that price. <laughs> or like two-thirds. I think that's a part of the import scene, right? Is like the art of lowballing. Oh, yeah. It's got to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> or when you sell it, you know, I know what I have. Yes, yeah, yeah. I like that one, too. That's a good <laughs> yeah, one. You, you have to ex- yeah, yeah, you have to proclaim. An R title, that's what you have, buddy. <laughs> you have to proclaim, I know what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. I don't know. We were just talking about how yeah. clean it was and everything. You've done oh, it yeah, justice, yeah. man. It's 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 an awesome car. I mean, no, it, and it's, again, it's something that uh, man. I mean, it's coming up in collectability and it's coming up in notoriety. You know, it's uh, and it's something that I would probably you know, me and Brittany have definitely had some some awesome fun trips. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, because the, these cars you can get in and drive across the country, no problem. No uh, we have driven this car to Tennessee twice. Okay. Um, we've driven it to upstate New York once. Um, it has been to where the hell did we North Carolina or South Carolina? North Carolina. Been in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Nice. Raise up, Petey Pablo. Nice. That's right, Petey Pablo. Take um, your shirt off. Yes. Kentucky. Like a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, so it's gone on some good trips. Yeah. Oh, it's and again, never, never had any issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's taken us a lot of places that we've had a lot of fun, made some memories. You know, she's, like I said, for, I know there's some people in the in the car that are car enthusiasts that, you know, their spouse, um, you know, whether they're male or female, their spouse may not get it, um, but supports them. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky enough to have one of those um, who is not only willing to put up with me looking at parts and different ideas 24-7. Also okay with me spending my money on it without hassling me. Um, willing to help me. Um, actually got a text message from her yesterday while I was at work and said, hey, she goes, don't think this is stupid, but I started doing a mod list for you for the podcast in case you need it. I was like, are you sure you're not dating Steve? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, why would I think that's stupid? That's so cool. So I said, give me your list. Yeah, nice. nice. And uh, so she gave me her list, and literally, she was off by 11 things oh. on this entire car. 11 things. <laughs> 11 things she missed. Um, very little things. Very little minor things. Okay. Um, All right. Probably know, didn't even know they were there. Yeah, so like to have a support system like that. Well, those are the ones you didn't tell her about. Well... That yeah, was we we that. won't talk about the stuff that I haven't told her. That's about. right. Yes. I yes. always I always tell her I'm like, look, please, if God forbid something happens to me before you, don't sell my car for what I told you I have into it. <laughs> same with my guns and same with my shoes. Don't sell it to what I've told you I've spent. Um, could, yeah, I, he, he willed I, it to Steve. The, the funny part is we had like an actual genuine conversation the other day that I said, God forbid something happens, 
If you sell it, you are only allowed to sell it to Steve. That's okay, it. Okay, there you Nobody go. else. Steve, this is your car. I mean, let's just let's just be real here. He's negotiated. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. this is the or I, I said the only the only exception is I said you either sell it to Steve or you essentially turn the car over to Steve and have him sell it for you because he will get he will get what it's worth. Yeah. He understands the car, sure. and at that point, I don't think he'd sell it. No, I think he'd buy it anyway. Steve, when you buy this car, are you gonna still be Mister EM One, or are you gonna change <laughs> it? <laughs> He's going to be Mrs. EM1. <laughs> <laughs> I would put in loving memory of all of that. Uh, yeah, that's exactly Even if right. I'm alive. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, you know what you could do? You know what you could do? You could do like all the married couples to just have a, a, a joint account. That's true. And then y'all could both post. You very, very, very true. E very true. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. EM1. That might be the one that got away. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah, man. I guess I could say, you know, if, if we either one of us end up single again, we might just end up in a domestic partnership. Sure. <laughs> you sure. Know. We've there already you lived together once. Why not do it again? There you go. There you go. It would be fun nights after work. Like a paper That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all would, <laughs> yeah. would have some pretty nasty Hondas in here. I can tell you that. So, Well, tell everybody where they can find you at. Uh, obviously, Mr. <laughs> Mr. EM1 PGA. Yeah. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, at. you can uh, find me on Instagram at, uh, at Mr. Underscore EM1 Underscore PGH. Um, uh, don't share a ton of ton of car pictures on there. Yep. You will definitely see cats yes. and food and beer yes. along with the car. Um, and this beer that I'm drinking. That's yeah. delicious. You can also uh, find uh, some pictures of me on um, at Chippendale. I mean, wait a minute. Chip at um, <laughs> at, uh, at is it is it Berg built or Berg underscore built? Berg underscore built. Se sexy civic owners. Yes. Uh, my buddy Ross over there with his uh, with his his startup over there. What he's trying to do? Yes. Getting the uh, getting the Pittsburgh car scene. You know, better than it's been. Um, you know, getting some good it's cars. Up. It's coming up. Getting some good cars out there. Getting some good cars' attention. Um, you know, showing a lot of love to his to his friends and showing a lot of love to people that he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. But seeing clean cars and trying to uh, trying to get the culture better. Yes. You know, whether it's a. I've never seen a car club that was. I don't even say car club, but. You know, community, a almost. community yeah. that is so encompassing of imports, um, domestic trucks, you know, everything, you know, there's just, there's love, there's love for it all, you know, might not be my thing, his thing or your thing, but you know, Hey, if you love your car, we'll, uh -huh. we'll support you. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Facebook or anything? Any other? Uh, Facebook, just my regular name, TJ Hanna. Nothing. No no Mr. EM1 on Facebook. Oh, that's too bad. I know. I'm going to have to start one now. You should. I never Absolutely. even thought about it. <laughs> or they can find you uh, if they want to take bring their Nissan in for some Yeah, it, Yeah, if you want to uh, if you want to find me. Uh, I usually spend most of my time at Cochrane Infinity in Monroeville. Nice. Um, they're usually most of my life. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, well, That's super awesome. You can also find yeah. me at, um, this year's been a little bad for the local car shows, but, uh -huh. you know, local car shows, we got, um, you know, not only with Ross, you have, uh, you have groups in the, in the Pittsburgh area, like Humble Hooning, mm -hmm. um, that try to put on a really nice, uh, gathering, usually every other Saturday in our area. Um, 
up at Mositis Motorsports in North for Sales. Um, so I think they'll North be there. For si for North, yeah, North, else North for Versailles for Pittsburgh. I think they'll be uh, actually be out there tomorrow. I know they're doing a trunk or treat thing coming up soon oh, towards nice. the end of the month too. You got Four South um, uh, groups out uh, a little bit towards Greensburg Way, like Cruel Obsession. There's 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 a lot of people out there trying to make it better, make it you know yeah an actual friendlier, scene. more. Just not so much drama and hatred. Oh man, let me tell you. You know, again, was, not everyone's gonna like the same stuff. Yeah, when uh, when when I was um, street racing down there in Houston, it was a toxic deal. I yeah. mean, that was you'd show up to these events and it was just everybody dogged on everybody's stuff, and it was like, come on, man. You I mean, know? don't get me like, wrong. You know, we do that too. Yeah, yeah, that's all <laughs> but, right. But you know, for the most part, it was part, pretty bad back you, then. Though. You try to you you try to you try to lead. Some of the the newcomers mm -hmm. um, try to help them out. You know, some people are very acceptant of your of your knowledge. Um, and like to me, you know, I as clean as this car is, as nice as it is, and not to keep you know bumping gums about Steve over there. Dude <laughs> has built some crazy Hondas, mm -hmm. and I, I think in this area, probably one of the best Honda builders you'll see. You know, our buddy Rick built uh, an outstanding Civic hatch. Um, crazy power, turboed hatch, uh, super clean. Sold it, got a Skyline now. So there, there is a group of, oh, yeah, of guys group. in the area. You know, Ross put together a, a, a great TL. Um, you, you, it's, there's a, there is a pretty cool group of dudes um, and girls in the in the Pittsburgh area that yep. have some super awesome cars. Well, I got so. some uh, I got some some good guys who are building stuff. I'm actually going to go to some uh, some guys who are building stuff for other people. I'm yeah. Do some podcasts on them here coming yeah. up. I mean so even I got them lined up. And then so you get away from the import world. Mine yep. and Steve's boss Fritz. Um, guy has a crazy Z28 Camaro. You know, it, that's a podcast you need to do. That that exhaust will rattle your teeth. I loose. think that's the one. I don't, Steve, did you send it to me? I sent it to oh, you. Oh, you sent it to yeah. me. That's right. Yeah, but starting up. That's yeah, right. that that thing is that thing is bad to the bone. Yep. And and that's not even half of the stuff. He has a gnarly C10. I believe it's diesel swapped. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, it's all that's, over the place, huh? Yeah. You need to take a trip to his garage yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, there's there's stuff like that all over Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's crazy that you don't see well you don't see a whole lot of it because you get a short driving season sure a, and then b uh yeah you know like you know ross is putting stuff together but there's not a lot of homologation to get people together no you know what i mean no. so uh but it's been great man this is yeah uh, this no it's awesome. it's super cool it's uh this is awesome. i was i was happy to talk to you it was yeah. uh Absolutely. Yeah, I know we kind of talked about I'm glad it. we talked before steve bought it yeah for sure yeah <laughs> This, is, that, this has been like the theme of this podcast. It's been great. Yeah, well, I mean, well, the good thing, at least I stole the thunder, so if he does mm -hmm. buy it ever, you I can't do, do a yeah, podcast That's exactly on. right. That's exactly right. If you so. do, I'm just going to stand outside the garage and just make fun of him the whole That's time. That's right. You should. You should. Well, awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Man, thank you. Great, dude. Thanks, this Jason. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. This has been awesome. Pretty, uh... And don't forget to uh, get some... All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. As always, without you, there would be no podcast. So uh, get online, uh, go check us out, uh, 
you know, wherever you downloaded the podcast at, please go rate it. Please go give it a review. Even if it's a bad review, I don't care. That makes me get a little better. But thank you so much to Steve for allowing us to come in. And uh, thank you to Steve's wife for putting up with us again over there at Steve's house. Thank you to TJ so much. TJ's such a great guy. I have such a good time talking to him. The guy is very knowledgeable. He's been around a lot and uh, he likes a lot of things. Uh, Get online, go check him out. He is at MR underscore EM1 underscore PGH. That's Mr. EM1. Not really. It's Milano Red, you know, EM1. But I really enjoyed that story from him. He's always going to be Mr. EM1 to me. So, but thank you for tuning in. The podcast coming up, I'm actually going down to Texas. I am going to have some heavy hitters on there. There's going to be some really nice cars coming out of Texas that I'm going to be doing here over the next few weeks. But thank you so much for tuning in. Again, get online, www.radridespodcast.com. Go follow the Instagram at radridespodcast and get on the Facebook, Rad Rides Podcast. That way you can stay up to date on everything. Thanks so much, guys.